Hello, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies. This is episode 119. My name is Mark Champlin, and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? I we need to we need to get into it. We just need to we need to buckle down and get started because Mark, you have to go get a tattoo on your leg <laughs> within the next couple hours. So no time for shenanigans. We just yeah. gotta just gotta <laughs> strap in and do some discourse for however long this is gonna take. It's time to finish this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just a, just another just another day of sitting down to talk about video games and uh, labor conditions here on Cartridge Cinema Club. How's everybody it's doing? Seen- seems to be a running theme i i really can't i really i can't imagine no idea going into this <laughs> i can't imagine why our podcast that is about video games and socialism keeps running into this recurring topic <laughs> mark Man. what did we watch uh what did we watch this week <laughs> uh we watched may- maybe the most egregious one of the most particularly egregious examples of uh this theme it's a uh, behind the scenes colon making of halo 2 um so this movie was uh was made during the production of Halo 2 from 2002 to 2004. This um was included as a bonus disc on the Halo 2 Collector's Edition, which I uh owned. I purchased it used from GameStop, but they it still had uh the bonus disc. So shout outs to GameStop. <laughs> just, just kidding. Never shout outs to GameStop. Rare, rare GameStop dub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rare dub for GameStop. Um so yeah, so which makes this movie interesting because of the subject matter and how dark it is upon even the slightest critical analysis um, and how much better of a game it could have been in a, in a, in a better world in our, in our socialist utopia where video games aren't hell. Yeah. Um, it's um whole. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's really something. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about, um, your relationship with Halo a little bit, uh, and like, what, 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 uh, you know, what sort of, uh, mindset are you in going into watching, uh, this making of a Halo 2 documentary in 2021? Yeah, well, it's interesting, because, like I just said, I, I have seen this before, um, but I just have a completely different mindset going into this now, uh, I, I would like to mention how much of a fan I am of Halo, uh, particularly Halo 2. Um, there's this line early on in the movie where the lead uh, gameplay designer, and I forgot his name. I know most of the names uh, crazy enough. Um, but he says, uh, Halo as a series works because it's 30 seconds of fun um, that is stretched over the course of a 10-hour game. And he has this design philosophy that he has been going about all of the core Halo games, the Bungie Halo games, uh, with this concept of 30 seconds of fun, he's like, well, it's a, it's a shooter, right? So you want to, you want to find a group of guys, you, you hit one in the back with a melee, um, you back up, you throw a grenade and, uh, kill some of the other guys. And then you pick off the stragglers with your gun. And when you really look at it, that's all of Halo. You're doing that for 10 hours over and over again, but that's 30 seconds of fun that I wanted to nail. And if you can't, do that with your game, then your game is not fun. And like when I heard that when I was 11 years old, it stuck with me. And now I, I find that that is true in like every video game that I enjoy. (laughs) Um, Whether it's like an RPG, I was thinking about paper Mario the other day and I was like, no, that game definitely has 30 seconds of fun. Like 
you you there, there's a flow to each like encounter you you're gonna do this special move and then you're gonna bounce on the heads or whatever it, it applies to it, it works so well in shooters specifically and this is why other shooters like fail or they're boring is because they don't nail the 30 seconds of fun or they have too much variety or they have too little variety it's just there's 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 some sort of like perfect means that has just always applied to the core halo games and it's why i'm so fucking addicted to them um i my love of halo has also just like never stopped it's just increased over the years it's very similar to my love for smash bros in that there's like always a new sub community to get immersed in. I've been for the past year getting really into the the Halo speedrunning community, uh, which of course there is one because there's one for every game. But this, the Halo speedruns are so fun to watch. There's so much interesting tech. There's so much movement. Uh, there's they play it on legendary, but it, it might as well be easy because it's like you don't interact with the enemies at all. You just do fucked up movement to fly across the level. Um, this shit is so cool. I I love Halo. Um, it did not blind me to the the horrible conditions under which this game <laughs> was created. And it kind of, you know, there's there's a lot of dark things that cloud my love of this game. There's there's we'll talk later on about Marty O'Donnell, the composer, who is a big, uh, big onion headline heartbreaking. The worst person, you know, just created the greatest soundtrack <laughs> of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. So um yeah, that's yeah, man. Um, I, lo- I love Halo too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't give a fuck about Halo. <laughs> don't really like any of those games very much. Uh, most of my like, like, like I have like no positive nostalgia for Halo. It's all like, yeah. oh yeah, I went to my friend's house and they had Halo and they like Halo, so I had to play Halo and I fucking hated Halo and wasn't having fun. <laughs> but it was the game that they liked, so I had to play it for hours. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just don't have don't have the brain for shooters at all just does not just doesn't click for me never has don't think it ever will uh so i got to instead focus on how deeply fucked up this movie was (laughs) yeah um oh oh, man oh boy wow yeah uh so let's kind of walk through uh most of the sort of like major uh story moments that happen in this film because it's not very long it's like less than an hour um, and it covers almost the entire development of the game, um, starting from like a little bit under two years out from the release. Um, <laughs> one of the first big uh, milestones they talk about is uh, making the E3 demo for the game, um, which was, uh, I think, just like a, a really fantastic demonstration of how uh, bullshit and also horrible trade shows are for video game developers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a there was the part where like <laughs> there's the part in the Halo Two demo at E3 where the where the Sarge is like uh, <laughs> is like this is all real gameplay, none of that smoke and mirrors pre-recorded bullshit. And then they spend the next like 20 minutes of the film explaining how like yeah, basically everything in that E3 demo was <laughs> like <laughs> some kind of bullshit and probably yeah. won't make it into the final game. <laughs> Yeah, there's a line uh, when they come back from E3, and it's so funny that the E3 montage is set to this fucking Hoobastank song, and it's <laughs> like, it's that was the it, most 2004 moment. It was so corny uh, so when good. they're like showing yeah. the E3 demo, and it's and the reason is, is you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I could because like I just like I have no nostalgia for Halo, so I'm just like watching some nerds sitting in a room watching a game that I don't give a shit about as this fucking Hoobastank song. 
Yeah, you you don't you don't really understand why those nerds all were mouth agape when the alien kicked the dude off of the car. But I was yeah. that guy. When he, I love when he pulls the second gun out and everybody just loses their goddamn. Oh, he has two. He has two. <laughs> He's guns. holding two. What He's holding two. Yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, it, the, that the E3 moment is funny in retrospect, just because like it's people freaking out about like developments in the mechanics of this game that mm-hmm. are now so trivial to us. And I, it's very, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see that. <laughs> it's, it's simultaneously charming. And then you get to the very end of that montage and the song ends and the lead level designer says, we came back from E3 with a demo and we didn't have a single playable part of a real level. <laughs> and I'm like, you you could have just not shown it, <laughs> but of course that wasn't an option. That they wasn't an option. To make yeah. a demo. They the, had to. Um, the specter of capital <laughs> uh, uh, is <laughs> constantly haunting these people throughout this movie. You got to hit yeah. the deadline, you know, because the commercials are going to be ready by then. The brand deals are going to be ready by then. We're going to be printing codes on cases of Mountain Dew. So y'all better have yeah. this fucking video game ready. Y'all better have you... this E3 demo ready. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the the Wikipedia for Halo 2, the last sentence of the beginning is Halo 2's marketing heralded the beginning of video games as blockbuster media. Oh man. Th- this is kind of where Crunch started to be the worst possible. It's it's really fucking I don't know. It's so wild to see like all these fucking like 20 to 30 year old dudes hanging out on beanbag chairs and eating pizza and and knowing that they're creating one of the like most like expensive uh like entertainment products of that year and like also knowing that that's how everything works like everything mm-hmm. is a facade <laughs> like that i don't yeah. know like <laughs> now having worked in the tech industry knowing that everything is smoke and mirrors like that it is just a bunch of dudes working way too hard for not enough money uh <laughs> In a shitty office somewhere. <laughs> that that part with uh, the they're, they're like game day in the park where they're playing volleyball and it's like God. oh these are just like these are like normal people and clearly the 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 documentary it, it really wants to you know instill this this feeling of like yeah these are just normal dudes having fun at the office um, and then you know there's just moments throughout like uh, they're like one of the lead developers says looks at the sunset and it's like, this is probably the last time we'll see the sun for the next, you know, five or six months. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, ha like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's who oh boy, that, that moment uh, is so fucking dark and like <laughs> signals uh, for, you know, signals what the rest of the, uh, the like uh, just disturbing aspects of this film will be that are just like, like they're textual, but it's like the film doesn't really care about them <laughs> or doesn't yeah, exactly. think that they're bad. Um, it's the yeah. type of thing where, like, you know, peop- you just heard this shit all the time back then, but it we weren't at a point of cultural awareness. We still aren't, but you know, there are some socialists that exist in the video game industry and in the press that will, you know, make a fuss about this now. Back then, there was there was fucking none of that, so they just said this shit. And just put it on the disc and just released it. But, like, nowadays, you you know, there's a documentary about Halo 2 Anniversary, and it contains none of this. (laughs) It doesn't mention Crunch. (laughs) Yeah. Even though they 
probably did the exact yeah. same shit because now, yeah, now yes. it's bad PR. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's this, I mean, this, this documentary is fucking bonkers, dude. Like, they're just <laughs> constantly talking about how some of them don't go home at all. Constantly talking about, like, how they don't shower enough because they don't have the time. Constantly talking about, like, oh, yeah, this is probably about a night's worth of work. Like, it's just yeah. fucking, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, it's, yeah, man, like, it's just, it's just so embedded in the culture that it's and it's just like a fact of life to everyone and it's just like yeah this is just what you do and this is just what has to be done um yeah it's it's crazy uh we're gonna talk a lot about that later um but i do want to kind of run through some of the other plot points that aren't really Mm -hmm. directly related to uh labor and crunch uh before we just dig into that uh later in the episode so um do you want to talk a little bit about like the part where they show like a halo land fest yeah right in the middle here they they do some they do some work uh with showing different aspects of the community that are not uh development based um they 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 brought some cameras to uh there's like a well at that time there was like a well known you know every few months they hold a land fest at uh at this dude's house it's like it, it, it's, and, it's like he's like the web developer for bungie i think yes hosting. that yes yeah correct and and these are all people who are like in the bungie forums uh back when back when there were forums and it wasn't just reddit and twitter um every company had a forum and you just had to have a username for those uh different forums so these are just you know all of the you know the frequent posters uh on 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 the bungee forums getting together plugging you know 16 original xboxes together and hooking four up to each tv and each projector just in different rooms of this multi-level house in connecticut and just playing halo like all night with you know the, there's a shot of like the mom ordering like 16 pizzas <laughs> yeah and god the, it's, the, the moment yeah. where where they're like walking there's like a like a like a camcorder shot of someone walking through the house just like tv after tv just crts everywhere you walk into the next room and there's even more setups and even more people playing and it's just like yeah wow <laughs> this is a uh, deeply relatable and sad to watch <laughs> right now miss this shit yeah for for people for people who know our for our specific lore you should understand that this is a site that we <laughs> Yeah. We used to know and love and 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 also hate sometimes, but man, the not having been able to go to one of these in over a year or or it's 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 rough, man. Yeah, I, I, I did I, get a little emotional. Uh, I've been missing Smash tournaments, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, that's something that I didn't think I would say because I was kind of on the outs from doing Smash know, tournaments right? for a long time. God. But now I'm like, oh man. That shit is so fucking fun. Like, I don't know. Like, just what seeing so many times in this movie, you get to see just like 12 CRTs set up next to each other. And I just yeah. like think about the moment that you have before everybody shows up at an event you're hosting and you've just got all of these setups and you're just like, people are going to just have a fucking awesome time here. This is going to be so sick. I'm, I'm going to get the bong set up. Like, yeah. you know, it's. This is the, the, the moment before it, because uh, you, you know, in two hours, it's going to just reek of body odor and weed. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and like, it, it, yeah, seeing this part of that uh, made me think of those moments and it was uh, poignant, uh, given yeah. that we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I would say that that part where they weave in the sort of community fan aspect of it worked pretty well. Uh, I thought the part where they tried to bring in the red versus blue guys was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that because it only lasts like five minutes. And it's and and it's like and in the they, mi- like they're in the middle of talking about like crunch and talking about like the last leg of the development of the project. We're like like twenty minutes out from the end of the movie, and they just and then the red versus blue guys show up. They like introduce it by showing like one of the most sexist clips from Red versus Blue <laughs> they could find. <laughs> this was this was the clip that I, this is the only thing I had seen from Red versus Blue until we watched it for the podcast. Yeah, and so this going makes it into look it, worse than I think we ended up exactly. feeling about it. <laughs> I thought that I thought the whole show was going to be like that, so I was going into the po- I was going into that episode of the podcast being like, "This is going to fucking suck." Yeah, and it turns out, you know, yes, it's questionable, but like those moments tend to be kind of few and far between. But they really just chose. Only the most awful moments to show up yeah. this documentary, it, which is interesting. It's bizarre. It completely breaks the pacing of the film. Um, and, like, there's not... You don't really get... Like, there's not enough of an understanding from watching this part, like, how much Red versus Blue was important to, like, the culture of Halo yeah. fandom. Like, they don't explore that well enough. And so you're, you're just like... Okay, they just stopped the movie to talk about this web series for like five minutes. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It it is not well woven uh, into the narrative. Um, I also uh, the, the I think the most appalling part of this movie uh, that is not related to the the labor practices uh, is the part with the fucking marines. Oh, easily. Yeah, oh this part was God. this <laughs> this part disgusted me. It's so <laughs> disgusting. They just like. They're just like, they just like go to this ranch in South Carolina and meet up with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, like active duty Marines, uh, so that they can like observe them doing like formations and running drills, uh, so that they could get all of the animations right on their fucking space Marines. And like at one point, the lead animator is just like, yeah, you know, some military people played the first Halo and they were so mean to us because it wasn't accurate enough. And we just couldn't have that. Uh, couldn't defend the boys in green, you know? God, it's so funny because like you play Halo 2 and you're like, this still doesn't look fucking realistic at all. <laughs> like, th- you didn't have to. <laughs> they didn't, didn't have need to, to do this at all. It was not necessary. And it's yeah, like. Yeah, all, all the animation, all, all the all the drills that they show the Marine dudes running. It, like, I've played Halo 2 so many times that I have basically every animation and, like, combat moment memorized. And, like, none of the things that they studied are in the game. It's still the same as Halo 1. You. <laughs> You, you're a big green dude with an assault rifle, and then a bunch of smaller green dudes, like, run after you. Sometimes they crouch. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> it is just, like, it, it is so fawning of, of the Marines and talking about yeah. how fucking cool they are. And, like, it is just such a, like, blatant demonstration of the just, like casual like between like video game development and imperialism. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, like, these dudes are literally, like, getting military consultants on their fucking video game but to them it's just like no we just went and went to a fun ranch there's no propaganda in the united states because we chose to come here and talk to these marines and have them uh have input on our video game and now and now call of duty is erasing american war crimes so that's where that fucking got us oh my god yeah it's 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's clearly only gotten worse. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because you would expect those things to get better with more awareness, but no, it's just as more money is being thrown at the video game industry, it's just getting worse. That um, that yeah, th- this part just serves as like an army recruitment video, <laughs> like the part where the dude's like, we turned a corner. And we saw just on table after table, just guns and guns and and just actual like like service weaponry. Yeah, like and wow, these guys are serious and so just, badass. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just like fetishizing this like shotgun, and I'm like, this is a tool designed to murder human beings uh, for oil, and like we're just. <laughs> We're just yeah, fetishizing just, that. Yeah, it's just it is it is it is a uh, it is a fawning portrayal of an organization that exists solely to maintain white supremacy. Yeah. Uh, just just disgusting, honestly. Um, yeah, and it's then good, good segue into <laughs> yeah, and then we get and then God, the part with Mar- Marty O'Donnell is so goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah. If if you know anyone from Halo, you might recognize the name Marty O'Donnell because he's got a loud mouth on him. <laughs> yeah, so so this dude this dude is the composer uh for the game and yeah. he God, the way that he's introduced is in uh, is using one of my favorite uh documentary uh uh techniques, which is where you have two people um in separate interviews where they're like directly contradicting each other (laughs) yeah uh just woven back to back and it's like um it's like the creative director and marty o'donnell and marty o'donnell is uh is going on first going on about how brilliant the creative director he is how uh how hard he works and uh like how how detail oriented he is and then cutting to the creative director going yeah i really hate marty (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's it, it works for laughs in the movie because it is hilarious, and it, this is this is maybe the funniest uh, part of the documentary. But because eventually like, they're knowing... just both talking shit about each other. Yeah, like because Marty O'Donnell yeah. like goes through this log like monologue where he's praising the creative director, and then goes, "Yeah, I really hate working with him." Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> Me- yeah, meanwhile, Joseph Staten the entire time is like. This dude is—he's just so obnoxious, and and he's lazy, and he—he's always complaining and, about how much work he has to do, which I hate. Man, it's, yeah, um, yeah. It, uh, this is uh, this is yeah, this is definitely a uh, 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 Godzilla versus King Kong let them fight. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> like, because like Marty O'Donnell goes on to like sue Bungie for not paying him uh, his uh, wages, but Marty O'Donnell is also like just a conservative piece of shit asshole. So like, no winners here, really. <laughs> it's it's no, funny. Because yeah, it's funny to watch this this scene where they're like, yeah, like basically everybody on the team that they talk to is just like, yeah, uh, Marty's a genius, but I wouldn't tell him that. <laughs> Because they like, because they yes. hate him, and then like yeah. knowing that he goes on to like piss everybody off at that company and uh-huh. quit and sue them and like there's all this fucking drama between him and the company and the way that like the quote unquote creative differences went like it's a hilarious yeah. scene in context or in in retrospect because because <laughs> you have Joseph Stat going like 
yeah, you know, like, we really fight all the time, and we fucking hate each other, and we're always at each other's throats, but, you know, uh, it's just, it's, it's magic when we come together, it's, it's, it's a match made in heaven, really, <laughs> it's like, no, actually, this was really fucking toxic. <laughs> There's a great part where Jason Jones, uh, who is the, the lead of the entire, uh, project, and who, uh, is was recently brought on like during the last year of the new of Halo Infinite's development to I guess fix the game and make it good again, which I guess sounds good, but I just know that they're crunching behind the uh, behind the, uh, the, the, the lines, so it just makes me sad. But anyway, Jason Jones has this moment where he's like, "Yeah, there's no one on the team who has as much control over like how good the game is going to be, uh, other than like Marty. He has almost as much control as me, but like I could never fucking tell him that. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's. He's like, he's like scared. He's like, no, I, n- no one, no one tell him that because it's like that, and he's not wrong. Like that fucking soundtrack is." It is incredible, and the sound design itself is also incredible. This this man has done ama- like amazing work, like work that influenced the industry forever, and also he's like the the one of the worst people in game development, and I hate him so much, and I wish that. I could just listen to the Halo 2 soundtrack and that fucking Stevie Vai guitar solo without knowing th- that he was behind it. Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, how did you how did you feel coming off of this thing? What were your sort of what were your sort of feelings on it? <laughs> yeah, it's just much like the Star Wars documentary we covered. I, I I'm torn by my nostalgia and just the knowledge of what uh, of what horrible conditions these human beings were under to create this project. Uh, this game is maybe like the second most important game to my childhood. I was always a big, you know, after seeing this movie, I was a big Joseph Staten fan. Um, I love the lore of Halo, and I still do. Um, the lore of Halo is fucked up. I'm not going to get into it, but it's... <laughs> It is way... It's real fascist. Yeah, it's it's way more interesting and and deep and also fucked up than a game about a green dude with a gun <laughs> needs to be. Um, but I just love the idea that there was, like, a lore master slash, like, just main, like, nerd who's just creating all this shit on the fly. Um, putting a face to that was cool. Um, obviously, I, I I don't like hero worship game developers anymore. But yeah, and also he 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 proves to uh, himself to be someone who is uh, very much part of the crunch culture and in the encouragement of the crunch culture at this company. Absolutely, so, yeah. 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 Um, just yeah, just as an eleven year old in two thousand four watching this, um, I actually remember thinking that labor stuff was cool, which is definitely <laughs> the yep. uh, that's, that's the, the idea. That's you know, the, that's um, fully the intent is that you're supposed to think them sleeping <laughs> under their desks is like cool and badass because it's like they're making a video game it's fun yeah it's like it's like these these guys are so dedicated i want to be dedicated to my work like that and also just like man they get to stay up late eating pizza and working on halo uh so yeah just deeply insidious uh and makes me very sad to think that it's been like fucking 17 years and and things have not gotten any better yeah yeah it's um yeah 
really fucking rough movie to watch, man. Um, yeah, I feel uh, these uh, these making of documentaries uh, feel like they're like specifically designed to make me neurotic in, in particular because <laughs> yeah. it's like because it's like first of all, I'm watching a thing that's about making big creative projects, which is something that I'm actively involved in doing right now that I'm constantly anxious about. Um, and I'm also watching a documentary and <laughs> about video games. So whatever, yeah. I'm, which is what I'm making. So whatever I watch one of these fucking things, I'm just stressed out the entire time no matter what um yeah boy um i i will say that it was i enjoyed seeing a lot of the pieces of the creative process here i enjoyed seeing uh like how a lot of these things came together i really liked the the sound design demonstration in this where like that he's like got this big test environment that he's walking through and he's like demonstrating how the sound works and he's just like you know here i'm firing this gun and this here now this script will show how many different files are being pulled every time you pull, fire a gun and it's like we're pulling 17 different sound files and different effects every time you fire a machine gun at this wall and it's going to be a different set of found files and effects if you shoot at this wall. like that kind of stuff was fascinating to me and i think they show it very well in this film um, but yeah, as I said, I have absolutely zero positive nostalgia for Halo, uh, and so this did not get to me on any sort of emotional level, uh, other than that I got to focus entirely on how the movie is really fucked up, um, cause the movie is really <laughs> fucked up, yeah, um, boy, howdy, um, yeah. so like, you know, as we, we, we've discussed how they're, they're constantly talking about staying up late, uh, the, the phrase, oh, that's about a night's worth of work comes up a lot um there's a point at that at that sound design demonstration uh i was talking about the guy like finishes doing his little demo and then he's just like yeah you know i'm feeling good about where this is right now i'm feeling pretty good i'm feeling pretty you know excited about the project uh ask me again in two months uh when i've got bloodshot eyes and haven't bathed in three days and we'll see how i feel haha and it's like people are saying shit like that constantly and it's just like haha yeah, a couple of the worst moments of that are are by people who aren't, like, the leads. Like, you know, obviously these leads are staying up all night uh, as well sometimes. But, like, the, wor- the, the, the worst victims of these, you know, don't get a lot of screen time. There's one part where some dude... Uh, where like Joseph Staten comes in and is like, yeah, the shadow's kind of fucked up here, and he's like, looks at then the and he leaves, and then the 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 dude looks at the the employee looks at the camera and is like, yeah, so what I thought was gonna be thirty minutes of work uh, looks like instead is just gonna be you know all night, so uh, I'm gonna uh, you know I'll be here all night, yeah, I guess. There's and it, <laughs> God, and it's like, like. <sighs> it's so fucked up, man. There's the part where like you see like a production timeline on the whiteboard and at the very end there's like a part at the at the end of the timeline that's filled in green and it says sleep fuck god and like Like, (laughs) there's a point in the film that is like about crunch like you get mm -hmm. near the end of the film and you and like people start talking about like you know it, it would be great if we had more time but we just don't it more time more there's one person who literally just says more time more time more time i would love yes of course i would love to have more time there's somebody remember who the said, dude who's like uh oh sorry if you were gonna say this uh, the the 75 hour day guy yeah he's like he's like we're not asking to work shorter days i just want to work exactly as hard as i'm working for two weeks straight i just want to have extra time to work exactly as hard as i'm working um <laughs> and 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 he- then it's constantly like deflected as like but everybody's just so passionate 
Everybody mm-hmm. just cares so much. You know, when you're among all these people that just all want it so bad. You know, that's 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 just how it goes. And like God, the And like the film can't say out loud why that deadline exists. You know, right. because there's that moment where the one guy who's on the development team is like, you know, I mean, it would be really great if we had more time, but, uh, you know, the fans are screaming for it. Oh, it's the fans. It was the fans. Yeah. Oh, it's not the investors. It's not the people who put money behind it. It's not the marketing. It's not that. It's the fans. It was the, because of the fans. The fans just want it so bad. It has nothing to do with capital. Don't worry about that. It has nothing to do with uh, the fact that they want to hit this deadline so that they can make a million dollars and that all goes to none of these people and goes directly to the people at top who didn't even fucking work on the video game. Couldn't be that. Yeah, this, th- this game exists because Microsoft needs to sell more boxes. That's, that's not, that it's not about the fans. It's been proven, you know, countless times that, that fans will wait for a good game. Like, yeah. they, they would have bought it if this came out in spring 2005. But it needed to. It needed to hit that holiday deadline. Yeah, like, oh yeah, the fans are. Sh- the, yeah, like the fans aren't gonna buy Halo Two if it comes out two <laughs> months later. They're gonna be like, ah, fuck Halo, actually. <laughs> God. Um, Super I, Smash I, Brothers I, Brawl was delayed like <laughs> three years, and I still you, bought it. Remember Breath of the Wild? They the the, the Breath of the Wild announcement trailer said 2015 at the <laughs> end. Just it just said 2015, and it said it was gonna be a Wii U game. It literally came out like holiday 2017 on a different entire console yeah and then it came out and everyone was like this is one of the best games of all time like the whole like the fans want it so bad (laughs) that we have to put it out now it's just like it's there like that (laughs) clip that clip is in there to deflect you from thinking about yes well why do they have to crunch like why do they have to do this um, yeah, obviously it, not that Nintendo is blameless, of course, no, of course but not. like, but just like they, I, they, they do have a history of like, no, we will delay this for an absurd amount of time and fuck the fans' expectations because yeah. like we haven't heard about and it Metroid Prime. And it has proven to not in, fucking matter, right? In seven years, and we're still gonna buy Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, no, I mean like obviously Nintendo probably also doing some sus shit, that, yeah. but they just don't put out fucking making of documentaries that are like, hey, everybody, look, we're doing sus shit, <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> isn't it cool (laughs) isn't it so cool yeah i don't know it really culminates in um in this fucking jason jones clip yeah um which i'm just gonna play because you need to hear him say it i think it's an amazing thing to be part of that many people want something so bad that they're willing to spend that you know that time and that effort seven days a week it's tremendously hard it's a cool thing to be part of, and Halo 1 wouldn't have been what it was if we hadn't done that, and this game sure wouldn't be what it is going to be if we had worked eight hours a day, and maybe that sucks because we didn't plan right, and maybe there's a way to do it all on the 9 to 5 schedule, and maybe one day we'll even find that, but it's sure not the way it's going to be this time. You, you can just, like... You can just like almost hear like the bags under his eyes as he says all this. It's just like... But also, he's you know culpable for this. He he he. I, th- I believe he's the one earlier on who's like the fans are screaming. Like he's just you know he he's the mouthpiece for Microsoft and the investors in this movie because he's the project lead. The, oh God, the the part where he's like, you know, maybe one day we'll figure it out. Uh, but it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen on this game. You know, maybe one day we'll figure it out and and we'll make it work on a nine to five. Uh. But not not this time. 
and he's now, like, maybe it's our fault because we didn't plan it right. It's like, no, it's not. It's it's not the develop. It's never the development team's fault because they didn't plan it right. It's 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 the specter of capital for them needing this to exist in holiday 2004. I mean, you know, obviously the fucking Halo 2 making of documentary can't be like, and therefore we need unions. But damn, it <laughs> almost feels like it's anging, like angling at that by the end. <laughs> like, because it's, so, it's just so fucking dark when, when he says that. And the, like, despair of that. And also knowing that, like, no, he was, he was wrong. It didn't get better. They didn't. Fi- no. th- th- they didn't figure it out. They crunch didn't stop. The the solution. Um, it's it's well known at this point. But the solution for Halo Three. They they were like, we will never do this again. We will never crunch like this again. We will never have to cut this much content uh, from our game again. So what they did for Halo Three is they took an extra year, um, and then just crunched that entire time. <laughs> so they they had they they got that guy's wish where he got more time. But he had to work equally as hard the entire time, and yes, shit got cut, and yes, the game's yeah. not perfect, and that's and that's what the games industry yeah. has been doing for like I don't like I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, yeah, this problem will never be fixed without worker power. This yep. this you cannot fix this problem without unions. You cannot fix this problem without like worker organizations. Um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, man. It's uh, I I. <laughs> You know what? The game doesn't need to come out in two years. It doesn't need to be made in two years. Like if it if 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 you can't like it's like what he says, like maybe we'll find a way to make this work on a nine to five. And it's like, well, you know what? Probably fucking not in two years. Like these people need time to live their lives, you know, like they they have that like. There's a whole section in this movie dedicated to their, like, little game day at the park where they have, like, their three-legged race and their sack race and the triathlon and stuff. And they're all, like, having fun and playing volleyball. And then, like, he has that thing line where he's like, this was probably the last sun we're going to see in five months. You, human beings are not supposed to live like that. And if, and, if, and if human beings have to live like that in order for this video game to get made in the amount of time that has been allotted for it, then the game just should not be fucking made. Like, and it's, I don't know, it's hard, man, because, like, you watch this movie and it's like, I understand, you know? Because I know what it feels like to be really excited about a creative project and staying up all night working on it with people and working on it all day for weeks at a time. I know what that feels like, but as soon as it's your job, as soon as it's employment now there is a power imbalance between you and the people above you that does not exist when you're just making things for fun and crunching because you want to um yeah i dark film (laughs) um yeah man fuck (laughs) um yeah yeah i don't know the i think god like one of the closing lines of this movie is one of the developers saying, you know, as hard as it gets, it's still the best fucking job in the world. And that's that's the justification for what these people have gone through at the end of this film. Like, this film that is willing to show that these people suffered for this ends on, well, you know, but they had a good time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
Meanwhile, there are just countless interviews. Like, like the development of Halo Two is notorious for being one of the one of the worst like development cycles in history for the for the employees, and also one of the ones like Bungie employees fucking hate Halo Two. They 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 regret all the work they were made to do to make what they view as an extremely subpar game. Like they they are satisfied with Halo Three. Because it basically is Halo 2 and 3 put together. Because, like, half the ideas that they had, they had to just, like, cut. And it's just, this is just not a satisfying, as 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 good as it is and as much as I love it, you know, it's it, this is not what they envisioned because they were forced to put out a subpar product. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I think the only other thing I want to say about this documentary is uh, shout outs to Michelle Rodriguez for now appearing in like four <laughs> Cartridge Cinema Club uh, properties. I was hoping you would catch that. Yep. <laughs> like, man, something's got to be, you really, whew, you, your career certainly has to be going in a direction for you to be a uh, multiple, <laughs> multiple time Cartridge Cinema Club. I, uh, I, I know exactly, I know exactly what line she has. She has in a cut scene. She's like, it blew right through us. 50 cow rockets didn't do a thing. <laughs> I like, I've played it so much that I literally know what parts Michelle Rodriguez is in. I know what parts that that 70 show cast is in. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, um, uh, that's all I got. <laughs> what Spence. are we watching next week? Um, we're watching, uh, finally, uh, we're watching the Monster Hunter movie, which is a a 2020, uh, (laughs) it's a 2020 film, uh, based on the Monster Hunter property, which is a video game series by Capcom about, uh, hitting dinosaurs with sticks and Paul W.S. Anderson has turned it into military propaganda. Um, I... And everyone clapped. Um, you got you got Capcom. You got Mila jo- Jovovich. Uh, you got um, d- d- Michelle Rodriguez probably in it. <laughs> oh, Ti. Ron Perlman's in there. Oh, Ron Perlman was also in this movie. Yeah. Uh, in the in this, yeah. Um, Ti. Well, I mean, that's just, you got to have a rapper in there. Yeah. Um, this is gonna suck. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> looking forward to this but we thought i mean you know it can't, it, his performance can't be worse than his performance on yay versus the people so uh, <sighs> god this has been uh, this has been fun mark but i think it's time to wrap things up <laughs> where can people find the <laughs> podcast on the internet oh man um you can find us at cartridge cinema that's at cartridge cinema on twitter uh you can join the discord it's linked uh, right there on the twitter in the pinned post you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and just many, many other places. A, a veritable smorgasbord of podcast apps contain our voices. Uh, you can rate us. Uh, that would be cool. It's good for us when you rate us. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man, uh, who is our composer and is not a fucking fascist. Um, the, the art is by Courtney Kaufman. Uh, for me, it was Tuesday. Uh, fuck cops, don't join the military Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are white supremacists Peace Word Peace God Fuck (laughs) You know, actually, you know what was another really fucked up thing in this movie Was when the guy was like, uh, was like Like, a bunch of people are constantly talking about like Oh, you know, it always comes together in the end In the last, you know, it's just something It's just some, something magic It always comes together in the end Uh, that's a really interesting thing to hear uh and then immediately Mm -hmm. go read uh that article about anthem uh, (laughs) where everybody talks about like 
yeah, we just kept getting told that Bioware magic was going to save things, <laughs> and it just you, kept not coming together. You know, it works until it doesn't. Yep. Uh, you, you, can, you can count on um, esoteric bullshit that isn't rooted in material analysis until suddenly it stops working. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.